Welcome to Real Life Keto Radio. I'm Bridget. And I'm Rebecca. And And we're we're the the Keto Keto Sisters. Sisters. And we're on a mission to help women find a way of eating that fits into their real life, but still helps them move toward better health. Yes. So listen every Monday at 1130 Eastern on WLXU 93.9 FM in Lexington or streaming worldwide on RadioLex.us. So laugh and learn your way to fun keto serious results with Real Life Keto Radio featuring the Keto Sisters. Hey, welcome to Real Life Keto Radio. Um, We have a little bit of a different way that we're going to start today. Um, And notice we use the name Real Life Keto. That is what we're all about. And I really feel like that is why people are drawn into our community, because we hear often daily, for sure weekly, we hear from people saying, I love to listen to you guys. I love to watch your videos because you keep it real, because we don't set these unrealistic expectations for these perfect people who are rocking the keto lifestyle every minute of the day, right? We're very real and we want to keep it that way. And Rebecca and I were just sitting here. We've we've spent the last couple hours together. As you probably know, we have a business that we run together um, called the Keto Sisters. And we are at an, a very exciting place where we're having a lot of growth, which means a lot of chaos <laughs> um, in the midst of the growth as we are restructuring some things trying to decide how to change some things going forward. And because we've been in this growth mindset with a lot of chaos and change over the last few weeks, honestly, we both personally, I would say, are not a shining example of perfect health and happiness at this juncture. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you know, life kind of ebbs and flows, and we always want to be transparent with you all and not put up a facade of perfection. I don't think anybody would ever accuse us. <laughs> I don't think anyone's fallen for Of that. being um, perfect, but just to kind of like, you know, we're just said just to kind of keep it real. Yeah, we have, we have struggles. We have personal struggles. Um, we have some good struggles with our business because it is growing, but that, that causes us to um, have some different challenges and obstacles to meet. And so we were just talking briefly um, about how differently we approach things now, as opposed to in the past. Um, and so Bridget was like, well, what, are there things that you've done differently? And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, in the past, a lot of times I would deal with stress by just like going to bed. Like I would just like in the middle of the afternoon, I'd be like, I can't take it anymore. I'm mm-hmm. going to take a nap and just kind of go and cocoon myself and just kind of the proverbial burying your head in the sand mm-hmm. kind of thing. And so that's something that was a coping mechanism I used to have. And here lately, like, no, I'm not napping because I've, I've got too much to do for one thing. Uh-huh. But like putting myself in action and saying, yeah, I see that I have a lot to do. What can I do to sort of organize things, prioritize things, delegate things if that can be done, but taking a much more proactive approach instead of just getting into my little cocoon and Mm -hmm. hoping it all kind of would go away. So that that's definitely something that's been different for me. Yeah. And so for me, sleep is a major challenge for me sometimes as well. Um, And so on the flip side though, I tend when I get, um, overly stressed and have a lot going on, I tend to not be able to sleep or I work too much into the early hours, get up too early in the morning. And in the past, early in our business, um, there were times when I would push harder than I should have. And then all of a sudden I would get so down um, physically that I could like barely function for a couple weeks. Honestly, like I would get really sick. Um, And Rebecca reminds me of a time early on in our business. She's like, don't let yourself get to that point again where you're pushing so hard that you're going to get yourself sick, that you're going to burn yourself out. And so because I felt, you know, we all have those old patterns that we tend to default back to. 
And because I felt myself in this time of excitement and stress and change, um, I felt myself wanting to default back to not sleeping. <laughs> I mean, I, I went a week without hardly sleeping, two to four hours a night. And Rebecca like gave me a reminder, like, hey, we got to do something here. And I thought, you're right. So now I kind of have set up this protocol where if I go two nights without sleeping, then I will take a sleeping a sleeping aid on the third night. Um, and that's something I really don't like to take medicine. I don't take medicine at all on a regular basis. But I know that my body needs that to restore for me to be as creative and um, alert as I need to be in this time of growth. Um, so... I, that is something that I have put into place so that I don't repeat the mistakes from my past. And I'm able to have this awareness of my health, of my whole overall health, that I want to do better than I have in the past. Yeah, it's really interesting, too, that both of us kind of, because we, we didn't discuss what our protocols were and what things had changed before we started recording. It's interesting that it's both related to sleep. Mm -hmm. Like I used to use sleep to kind of escape and you would kind of go the other way and like push through and like try to work more. So I've become more like you, <laughs> you become more like me, but that's good. I mean, that's a great thing. It's, it's good to have balance in your life and it's good to have friends, um, business partners who kind of help you set boundaries and help you remember to not go down a path that was maybe destructive before. Um, when she was talking about how she had gotten to bad places before, two years in a row, it was right around Christmas. That's a busy time for everyone. Lots of extra stress in addition to your normal stress. And, you know, she was literally burning the candle at both ends and in the middle. And she got really, really kind of sick and just was down for a while. And it reminded me of things that I tell people at the gym. A lot of times in January, at the beginning of the year, people are like, oh, New Year's resolutions, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. I'm like, please, don't do too much mm -hmm. <laughs> because you're going to injure yourself and then I'm not going to see you for three months, right? right? It's better to, to have some form of moderation and some balance and some boundaries. And, you know, I need to not sleep more when I get stressed and she needs to not sleep less when she gets stressed. Yeah, so it was fun having these conversations like, okay, what, you know, sometimes it's, you know, we are real people, you all, and it's, you know, life throws a lot at us sometimes. And we're so thankful. We are able to look and say, hey, we're not nearly close to perfection, but we can look back at how we would have handled things like this in the past and see the improvement um, that we have made. You know, another area that we both have experienced a lot of growth is in our mindset. And there have been some, while we have exciting things happening, we also have hard things happening. And we are at the point where we're able to say, hey, this is frustrating. This needs to be done. This is frustrating. What are we going to do about it? And instead of focusing on the problem, we have now become very solution aware. And we might dwell in the problem mode for a little bit and say, okay, we've wallered in that for like a hot second. Let's move on. And what are we going to do to improve this problem? How are we going to keep from this problem happening again? And all of that is just, it's a partially a tribute of the fact that we've been in ketosis for five years. And I mean, you all, we both drink exogenous ketones every day and the brain health that comes from that is powerful. So we know that our minds are opening up in ways that we didn't anticipate when we first got started. Um, I remember when Rebecca first introduced me to ketones, she talked about how um, it was so good for your brain. And I couldn't even really appreciate what that meant at the time. But now looking back and realizing what my brain can absorb versus where it was before when it felt so cloudy and just not alert a lot of the time, um, I'm thankful that we now have the mental toughness, but also the mental clarity to deal with some pretty big challenges 
in our business, in our personal lives, and are able to just keep moving forward in a positive way. Yeah. And as sort of a component of that, it's not just like brain health, it's overall physical health as well. You know, we've talked about mindset and you were mentioning the brain health, but like when your body is in a better state, when you're fueling your body properly, you have more capacity to deal with challenges as mm -hmm. they come your way. Um, and it's, it's just like with um, things that have happened in our world with, you know, the coronavirus and different people's strategies for dealing with that. Whatever's going to come at us, you know, there are going to be different illnesses and different communicable diseases that come around. And always having yourself in the best possible state, not mm -hmm. perfection, but trying to have yourself in the best possible state helps you meet any challenges, right? Whether it's challenges from your business, business growing or your business not growing, whether it's personal challenges, whether it's um, a physical like assault or maybe a season when you haven't had good sleep or there's a new disease or a new illness or something that's out there. If you have yourself sort of fortified in the best possible state that you can be where you're fueling, fueling your body properly, you're trying to get good rest, you're trying to manage and deal with stress, um, and you're moving your body, all those kinds of things just help you get to a, a spot in addition to good mindset where you are more able to meet those challenges. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so as we were kind of going through our list of thinking, what have we done differently than in the past? One area for me, I mean, obviously eating and food plays in. And I think for both of us, we probably ramped up our intermittent fasting even more. At the time of recording this, it's 1.30. Neither of us have thought about food. Yeah, you might have heard my food. stomach rumbling, though. That might have cued you in to talk about that. You might be thinking of food listening if you hear our stomachs growling. But I know that to have my best mental clarity and to be at my peak performance, I need to do even better on my intermittent fasting. And for me also, dairy is something that I struggle with, but I sometimes cheat. And since, the, you know, we got some exciting news with our business, I have not had, I've been very strict with dairy because I know that for me that personally, I do get, I it, dairy can be very inflammatory. And I know that for me, especially, I do get more inflamed. I feel tired. I feel more tired. Um, I just don't feel as good. And so for me, I've been like strict no dairy for the last couple of weeks because I know that I need to be at my best. So it's just a different way of approaching it instead of just like, oh, I have all this going on, like chaos, excitement, problems, whatever it is that we're dealing with. And instead of just doing what feels natural, which maybe isn't the healthiest thing, we're both being very intentional to say, what systems do I need to put in place with my sleep? What systems do I need to put in place with my fasting, with what I put in my mouth, so that on the other side of this, we are going to grow, we're going to be stronger, and be at a better place physically. Yeah, and you mentioned fasting, which both of us do pretty much every day. We really have extended our fasting window, and we eat in a much smaller window throughout most days. Um, but I've actually been thinking in this period of stress when we're trying to be really efficient and to make good choices that I need to do an extended fast. That's something I, I usually do three or four times a year and I haven't done one this year. And I was already thinking, you know, I probably should do maybe a 48 hour or a 60 hour fast because that's something that really resets my metabolism. It clears out my gut. It really just helps my mental focus get really sharper and more on point. And so that's another strategy that I was already thinking about employing in this busy season for ourselves. Let's do it. Well, I'll commit to it too, because I've had that thought. I've fallen away from it. I, I was doing it almost every month. I kind of just got out of it the last couple months. So we are committing right here, live on air, that we're going to do a reboot together. Um, I think, it, you know, it always is so much easier to do with friends. For me, I love the power of the 
the 60 hour fast reboot for my body, the mental clarity for me is something that I just crave. I love when my thoughts are on point. I do tend to be quite a bit um, lacking in the focus department. <laughs> no medical claims, but I do tend to not be able to focus well. And my mind is all over the place. And I love when I do that 60 hour reboot and I am able to get that mental clarity that I really need, especially at this season in our business. I mean, and she's not kidding about her mental clarity. I mean, we're good friends, but I don't always know what she's eating and when she's eating, but she does not have to ever tell me when she's doing like an extended fast because I'll get this phone call or a message that she's written um, with all of these thoughts and all of these like things that she's worked out in her mind. And it's been things maybe that we've talked about off and on, haven't quite found a solution. And it's like, snap, she's got it. Like it's all mapped out in her mind. And I'll just be like, oh, you're rebooting, aren't you? <laughs> she's like, yes. Yeah. So I, you know, and just, it's been fun to process that aloud and come to the point, like we both need to step it up even more than we have been. But as we close this part of the radio show, um, I would just encourage you to think like, how are you dealing with the stressors in your life? Are you being intentional and in putting systems in place to make sure that you are optimizing your health? Or are you just going with the flow and hoping that you're going to be fine down the road without putting systems in place? Yeah. And maybe a first step for you, if this sounds like all new, maybe a first step is just kind of recognizing what your patterns are and just maybe journaling is something that you can do to um, kind of keep track of that and to identify those. Like, what are your patterns? What do you do when you get stressed? Because once you recognize those, then you can work on what systems you need to put in place. So we're out of time for this half of, of our show. So we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back and we'll get into some keto questions and answers. <music> 